Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us. If it's your first time, thank you for coming through. We appreciate all the listeners, new and old, man. So my name is Matt. I'm here with my co-host. Oh, it's Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Jermaine in here, and we also have... It's Rod, and this is the Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out. We're streaming everywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Also, make sure you check out our socials on the YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, at the Friends Pod. I've got a random question of the day, something that's kind of been on my mind that I'm curious to hear both of your opinions about. Okay. So, you know, influencers and celebrities, they get sponsored by these brands. They get all the free stuff. Like, if there was a brand that you could choose to be sponsored by, who would you want to sponsor you? So you get all the free product, you get all the free stuff, but you also have to, like, constantly rep that brand. Mm, I don't know. I think that goes to a larger question is, like, which brand is ethical? I don't know which one is ethical, but you care about ethics. I was gonna say, is that that your deal breaker? It's one of them fake outrage things. I don't really care. Like I still wear Nike and shit. I know they be having kids building or uh, making shit for for the low. If I had to choose, though, the first thing that popped in my head was like some luxury, like Gucci, or like a Dior. I don't know. Even though I don't even wear that type of shit, but I think I'll boss my maybe Cartier. I think I would do Cardiac. Mm, it just have all the buffs. Send me all the buffs, the vintage ones, the watches. Oh, um, yeah, I think Cardiac will work. It's yeah. not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Rod, right, what say you? I probably would do like a Jet Blue or something like that. Free flights some, everywhere. Some travel kind of agency. I'd probably do something like that. See, you're thinking on a higher level. Damn. Okay. You got to think. No, for real. You know, you do bring up a good point about the ethical part because you got to have a brand that you would rep all the time, um, but also something I would use on a regular basis. So I'm thinking I would do like a Trader Joe's. Like I could be a good Trader Joe's evangelist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Trader Joe's, they be having some fire, like they frozen food section. Ooh. Ooh. Spinach artichoke dip. The chocolate lava cakes. Oh, yeah. I could go crazy on a, a Trader Joe's sponsorship. Not for real. And Trader Joe's is cool, but like it's all snacks. Like really you can is. never get food for like a real meal there. So I don't want right. to pay to get snack food. So yeah, give me the snack food for free. No, that's real. They got this real good veggie lasagna too. Oh my god, I might go get one of them tonight. But um, damn, that's a real good one. The, the, the thing about Trader Joe's is it's not even really a lot of them though. Like I think it's like maybe one in this tri county area. I think. So there's a there's a few there's uh there's like three at least three for real mm-hmm. mm the only one I know is the one on Woodward um Woodward in like a twelve mile something like that but yeah there's a Telegraph one a Bloomfield Hills one there's one in Ann Arbor there are a couple mm okay but that's why I'd want a sponsorship they're exclusive and if it's a sponsorship they gotta send me stuff like they gotta make sure I'm decked out in Trader Joe's yeah. You rock like the shirts too. Like they was like, oh yeah, we got the Trader Joe's like t-shirt. Like listen, I don't know if I'd mess with the Hawaiian shirts, but those little free <laughs> bags, those little reusable bags are kind of fire. Hell yeah. Give me one of those canvas bags for free. Not for real. Right. So I gotta know. So how often are you flying if you get JetBlue? Like every week, every day? How often they want me to fly? Like whenever <laughs> they want me to go somewhere, I'm available. Uh long as I can bring my people with me. And uh, yeah, so it'd have to be a sponsorship all, plus one at least, plus three or four. Ooh, um, 
yeah, I got to be able to bring my team with me. And, yeah, I mean, we got to be having all the advantages. We got to be in the clubhouses, um, first class. It got to be drinks, food, always, best service. Is this your favorite airline, JetBlue? No, I'll, I could do anyone except for Spirit or Southwest. Um, sure. I, I could fuck with Delta uh, sponsorship. If Spirit free, though, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Niggas just be hating on Spirit. They ain't never. Have you even took Spirit before, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you know. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, the worst flight I ever took. I think the last Spirit flight I ever took was one was probably the worst flight I've ever taken. It was True. a flight from Detroit to LA, so a four-hour flight, and it was a late-night flight. Um, and I get on the plane, and the lady who comes to sit next to me is this white lady who literally looks like methed out cracked out like she looked down bad like she was like literally dirty i i was like how did this lady afford to get on the flight and so i sit in my seat and it's me on the ends on the uh the window seat and the middle seat is a um a muslim lady who was like super sweet very quiet and then on the uh IOC, it's this white lady. The white lady was so disruptive, making all types of noise, acting crazy. Like she was having like some sort of freak out that in the middle of the flight. On a four hour flight? Yeah. The Muslim lady was like, oh, excuse me. Like, can I sit in another empty seat? So she leaves. It's just me and the white lady. There's a space in between us. So I'm like, oh, I should be cool now. What was she mad about? She was just going crazy. Like she literally had to be high. She was just freaking out about like all types of stuff. At one point... I go to sleep and I wake up and the lady had like laid down in the seats and her feet were like rubbed, like touching me. She had her feet <laughs> all on me, dirty ass, bare feet. I could not wait to get off that flight. Worst flight of my life. And ever since then, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm doing anything but spirit. I mean, the ticket's $5. That's how she uh, afforded the shit. <laughs> exactly. You know. She was definitely flying out to rehab because she was <laughs> down bad. It's just like for me. Every mm-hmm. spirit flight I've ever had, it's always we land and then we're just sitting there. Like forever. Like it'd be like 30 minutes, but oh, we're just waiting on the on them to connect so we can get all your luggage out. And it just takes them a while to just get get everything moving. It's just like they're moving real slow. Everybody's sitting in the plane, just like, come on, man, let us out. Like I, I that's why I just can't mess with spirit. It's just too slow for me. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I'm too good for spirit. I ain't never took no goddamn spirit in my life. Never in life? You never taken a single one? Wow. Oh, you are elite. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to get Delta the, elite. The talent. Yeah, I don't do spirit okay. no more. Yeah, I matured out of it today, but I have, I've rocked with a few spirit flights in the past. I may do if it's like the only right. like flight available that doesn't have a connecting flight and it's just straight there. But I'm not carrying a bunch of bags with me. I'm just I'm just gonna have my book bag or one little carry-on and that's it. Cause I, I hate how slow they are even with luggage. It takes forever. See, they give me with the like, oh, the flight to Miami is $139. How much is it to bring a bag? $139. Like what? The price of my bag to check a bag? Like, is the same cost as a flight? That don't make no sense to me, but other than that, I mean, I guess, I mean, unless Spirit want to sponsor us, I guess I could say fuck Spirit, even though I never took it. Um, but if y'all do want to sponsor us, then 
We hey. Or JetBlue. Or Trader Joe's, you know. So hit us up. We're looking for sponsors. Or Cartier. Or Cartier. We need some new bus. Not for real. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get into this first topic, man. This is some shit that scares me. Um, I feel like we all need to die at some point. That sounds real dark, but <laughs> I feel like we all do need to. Like, life is not meant to be lived forever. You know, everything comes and goes, you know, at you know at the pace it needs to come and go, right? But there's I somebody guess. that's... You know, so you want to be immortal? I have no desire to be immortal. No, I definitely don't. Because I feel like, I mean, all the shit that we done already seen in our lifetime. It's, it's enough. Yeah, I don't think I can handle no more. I can't handle you know what? Shit. Since I don't know what's in the afterlife, I, feel I, can get, mm. I can get comfortable here. Like forever? Yeah, forever. And I guess until like you. the world just <laughs> bur- like burns or... <laughs> Or like a, a ice age happened, or just everything just crumbles. You would See, be the one. I don't want to be here when the world is like, nah, get me out before that happens. Nah, that shit gonna be, uh, it's gonna be hell on earth. Like burning, we all gonna burn. I don't know how the world gonna end, but I feel like it's gonna just end in fire. Like to be honest, I feel like an asteroid is just gonna hit. To be honest, I feel like that's really what's gonna happen. We just lived through so much already. I just can't imagine like being immortal. Like imagine what people who grew up in like the 40s 50s 60s experience like jackie robinson was revolutionary to them now man that would be news for like a day and then we go on about our lives because so much happened so we have so much access to information like i don't need that for eternity i'm good and also like it kind of depends though as well like if i'm 100 years old Am I like healthy and I can run and do anything? Do I look a hundred? Like after a while, like do I look a thousand years old? Like am I just a vegetable, just, just like a, just alive and just doing nothing, just looking at life go by every day, mm-hmm. watching TV? Mm-mm. I couldn't. Like, I couldn't do that. Like just kill me then at that point. But see, just the thing though, who said you're gonna keep aging, right? Is it? Don't you just stay the same age? Right. If that was, the, if it's the same age, hell yeah. Stop me right now. I ain't had a lot of good years to choose from. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that I'd be like, oh, I want to go back to that year. Like, nah, <laughs> it's not a lot. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make the the four years better. So I mean, and it probably wouldn't be set up that you could pick a year. It'd probably be like, okay, you get immortality as of today. So you would just have to really rock with where you're at right now. If I know I was immortal, I feel like I'll start talking a little bit more reckless. Okay, so what? Like, am I the only one who's immortal? Or is everyone immortal? Everybody immortal, right? <laughs> you ain't special, nigga. How you just gonna be? You gonna be immortal? <laughs> like, like, if everyone wasn't, wasn't immortal, I'd be like, yeah, it's gonna be a wrap for you in a little minute. Like, <laughs> like your job is mine. Like, <laughs> like this company, this world. Like, I'm taking over. Give me, give me another, give me another hundred. If you were immortal, you would get sick of everybody. You have all of eternity to just get sick of people. That does not sound fun. I feel like there always be a, a new person, a new like entertainment. Like I feel like I always find a way to just find joy in whatever era it is. Like look who we got though. We got Blueface and Christian Rock. Like imagine in in a hundred years, like what's gonna be the new it couple? Like <laughs> I hope it's their kids. That'd be funny. I'll be there for it. I'll still be on the uh, social media like with the emojis. 
they need to be banished from this earth. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. They really do. Like this shit. I'm like so who tired made them that. famous? Who? I mean, you know, Blueface had that record. You know, one he, record. He did, and I supported. Let me not lie. I definitely, you know, had that in heavy rotation. But um, who are the people who are giving them shows? Who's watching the Zeus show? Like, I just have so many questions about them. Oh no! Oh, they do got a show. I don't know. Somebody. I just found show. out that Christian Rock was a rapper. Yeah, like I didn't even know that. I thought she was just a reality star. I never heard one song from her. Me either. And I don't want to. Yeah, I was about to say, nor do I want to. But <laughs> <laughs> so just to, the reason why I brought up this stuff, the um, you know, the immortality is because there's a YouTuber named uh, Ray Kurzweil, 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 I believe. So he said that there is a potential that, you know, immortality could be seven years away. So what's that, 2030? So like what I would be, how old would I be? I don't want to do math right now, but 30 something at that point. Yeah. But also his point was mm-hmm. back when it was the 50s or the 1800s, age was only up to like 30 or we mm-hmm. consistently been extending our life as medicine and everything advanced. So that's why he's saying in the future, we should be extending our life even longer. Wouldn't the earth be mad overpopulated by that point? Oh, that's a good point. I feel like it's overpopulated now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, first, first, first things first. Let's get Blue Face, Krishan Rock. Let's get them out of here. Who else got to go? Um, I was gonna say. I think if we get to the point where we're immortal, we definitely need to start tapping into some other planets. Like, let's get some of these people off Earth. Right. I take a spacesuit. I might go because I know Elon was trying to get up there to get to uh, get to Mars and shit. I might go. I ain't even gonna lie, but um. Yeah, immortality is crazy to me. I just think that, you know, like I said, like things need to things need to die just to for everything to grow to me. I think to put into context, like how important th- like time is, like if you knew you were going to live for forever, nothing would be important. Like some stuff is important because you're like, I don't know if this is my last time doing this. Now that you put it out that way, like Matt, like you were talking about outer space and stuff, I will. I would actually, if I was immortal, I would go out of space and like conquer another world and like rebuild society like the way I want to build it. So, so you'll go to a different galaxy. Yeah. And I, I got all the time. That's really the main problem. Or we can't get to the places far away. So yeah, I mean, I would agree to that. Damn, that's a good point. It's, it's going to take hundreds of thousands of years to get out there. Yeah. You know I mean? It's going to be a bl- It's going to be a whole black planet. What you would do on a uh, spaceship? Me? Yeah. Play games. You know. That's it. Drink. Watch TV. Like we gotta figure out some way that I got cable still, and they can like send me new seasons throughout hundred years, thousand years, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, SNL let gonna me, be on season go twenty thousand. I know. Mm-mm. I don't know. Uh, I gotta be able to talk to somebody. I gotta be like. An AI, like we were talking about like before, like AI sex dolls or like people or like. Hell no. See, now, now you're talking about language because I was talking about. I was for, thinking For about hundreds school. of years? I ain't going to lie. Now. We need to make somebody else immortal. I know y'all seen Soul Plane. That shit going to be just like Soul Plane. I ain't going to lie. Like put the, put the whole setup, the pool with the strip club. with the <laughs> Bring Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg can come. Kevin Hart can come. Like 
it's gonna be fire. But yeah, it, I think um, damn, that's a long ass trip though. You want to get? I feel like you'll get bored though. Like two hundred thousand years. I thought you, I thought you, I thought you can get bored here. Like well, that's what I'm saying. The, Imagine the boredom. Couldn't be me. That's like that's the thing. If it was all by yourself, like now that I think about, it, I'd be with some people who are also immortal. I couldn't be alone. And you can procreate too, or somebody can procreate. Like there can still be a civilization on the on the ship and shit like that. You know what I mean? It would definitely have to be be what, hundreds of years. Yeah, like for real. And you got to get food and shit. I don't know. Or I guess do you have to eat if you're immortal? I don't know. No, I'm thinking like you would have space food. You can grow it. Everything, plants, all that would be all built on the ship. Yeah. It'd be its oh. own habitat, eco habitat. So yeah. Hmm. I guess immortality is coming, guys. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much this shit gonna cost, though. This shit gonna probably cost more than. It's probably gonna be like BBL. I'm the prices. only one who really wants to live forever. That's crazy. Nah, I thought it'd be more people like me. I'm good. I don't want to live now. No, but <laughs> just, <laughs> just no, I don't want to live forever. Like to be honest, like yeah, I don't know what this world will be. I don't even want to. Nah, I'm good. Give me a cool hundred years, and I think that's more than enough. A hundred years and healthy the whole time, I'll rock with that. No, nah, that's real. Um, but you, I guess we never know. I guess I'm gonna play devil's advocate on myself. I don't, we never know how the world will advance. Like maybe it could be better in the future, but I think as soon as we saw racism and all kind of prejudice, then I'd be like, all right, give me the immortality pill or whatever it's gonna be. But let me just find like my life's passion. <laughs> you know, if I was doing something that I was really passionate about and I could see wanting to do for eternity, cool. But like, if you're immortal, that means your whole life you gotta work and pay bills and no, mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't know. They also, now that I'm thinking about it, they said by like, what, 2100, everyone's gonna be mixed or something like that that I heard. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't mind living in a world where it was just like everybody was mixed. Maybe racism would die. Like I, I might want to see that day. It might turn to colorism at that point, though. I, I think racism probably not gonna die to like twenty three hundred, maybe like twenty five hundred. It's gonna be a minute, if if ever. To be honest, um, what I wanted to ask y'all though is like, what would y'all most be, what would y'all be most excited for to see in the future, like in twenty three hundred? Like, what would y'all be excited to see, like movies? Like, you know, who's the hottest actors at that point? Um, the architecture, the cars, like what would it be? Twenty three hundred. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Yeah, that's that's very far away. So I, I hope it's something that I can't even fathom at this point. Like, it's not just flying cars and shit. Like, I don't even know what I, I just think by that time robots and AI will like advance so much that it'll be our daily life. Like it's just like everything would be more integrated. Like it'd be a lot more technology, technology, and society would just be like health, everything. Like it would all be determined from birth. Like even your kids and things like that, you would even be able to determine what they look like, their size. Like, like it pretty much be like like Sims by that time. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to see like what is the new technology that we just can't imagine, like. Think about iPhones, you know, 20 years ago, nobody would have ever imagined an iPod, let alone an iPhone. I remember when iPods came out, that was the biggest deal ever. And now look at all the things that we can do from our phones. Right. 
So I just think it'll be interesting to see like what would be the the new technology. Like what's the new norm? Me personally, I want to see what music sound like. I just need to hear it. I just I just really want to. It might not even be called music at that point. It might just be like vibes. Like I don't even know what that shit. I, I don't know. I just wish I could live. That that might be the only reason I want to be immortal, so I can see what would music sound like in twenty three hundred. Like, is it gonna be like an NBA young boy? Is it gonna be like a Drake? Like, I don't know. I think that should be interesting. But other than that, let's move into this next topic that we got for you folks. So, damn. I mean, I think we all know it's, it's been like this, this gun control stuff. You know, people have been talking about gun control. People have been talking about you know keep the kids safe and all that different types of stuff. But yeah, this had to do with that tier teacher, right? It does, and so um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess some, a school in Alabama actually put a bulletproof classroom in the school. So this is in Coleman, which is actually not too far from where I used to stay at. Um, so at an elementary school, they put a bulletproof classroom up um, in the school. That was sad to see. Yeah, she was uh, teaching the kids what to do in case of a live shooter comes into the school. And it was this box that it seemed like other kids would run into, and it was bulletproof room that the kids can run into right next to her desk. It's I hate that uh, um, it's got to this point where teachers have to even teach their students to do that, and that live shootings and shootings at the school and massacres are happening all over the U.S. right now. We're hearing mm-hmm. about it like every other day, so... It's sad to see that it's come to this point. Right. And this is coming off the heels of Uvalde. We we all know that, you know, a bunch of, you know, people lost their lives at Uvalde. And so, I mean, maybe there is a necessity for this. It's not like it's something that happens every day. But when it does happen, it's just something that's like, you know, it tugs at the heartstrings. And it's like these kids, you know, or even adults, you know, it's just sad when adults, you know, are subject kids. to this type of violence too. Parents. Grandparents. Parents, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody. So. I don't know. Do you guys see the see this as a necessity, or do you feel like it's going to be something that's going to be more widespread in the future? Is this something that everybody's going to start implementing, or is it just kind of like because some people may see see it as like a band aid, like this is not really doing anything, like take the guns away, you know what I mean? But so so how do y'all see this? Do y'all see this as an advancement? I definitely see it as a band aid. Like it's. It seems like very, I understand the point of it is to keep kids safe, but what happens if it's not an outside shooter who comes in? What if it's like that um, that six-year-old who shot his teacher? Like that's yeah. not even gonna fix the problem. The actual problem is the access that people have to guns, the access that kids have to guns. And the fact that, you know, outside of kids, there's just a lot of people who are mentally unwell um and quite honestly i feel like the more that we like publicize things like the uvalde shooting or the parkland shooting or whatever like the more you have um kids and just people in general who are like yo this is how i get attention like if i have a manifesto if i have a point that i want to get across the best way to get people to see my message is to go and shoot some shit up yeah, I feel like a lot of people feel like that. They feel like they don't have a voice. And, I, you know, with 8 million, or excuse me, 8 billion people in this world, it's like everybody's not going to have a voice, but it got to be a different way. 
it got to be a different way to get people message out like versus going to cause harm to people versus like get on youtube like put a youtube video up get on tiktok or something like i don't know and i do agree it is a band-aid i think that a lot of shit that we do is band-aids you know as a as a country as a government and i think that band-aids is temporary you're supposed to rip that motherfucker off after the shit heal up but then when they heal they can get hurt again so how about preventing the shit from happening in the first place that's 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 my viewpoint for it i feel like i have an even more dark point of view on it that there's so many people in the world there's always going to be villains no matter if they do take the the weapons away there's always going to be someone who figures out how to get around it and do villainy anyways so even if i agree those things are put in place america still is a democratic allegedly free country so you say so we're not being governed 100 percent of the time we're not there's not people always on the street making sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do because if that was the case then all the crime and everything on the street would be there would be none there wouldn't be a need for prisons and everything like that mm-hmm. so like what you were saying it is definitely a band-aid on the cause but even taking guns away I wouldn't really solve the problem either in my opinion you don't think so do i think the crime would reduce maybe um, but I, I feel like it will create more issues to be honest. I feel like more people will be upset about being governed at that level and it'd be more people rebelling against the law saying no guns and not having the rights. Cause I feel like there is a lot of people who are pro guns. A lot. It definitely is a lot. I was just going to say, I think you made a good point right about like, there's always going to be some sort of like, um, something negative going in in the world, something evil. I think the like shitty part is just how extreme it's become. Like, I think it's really weird when I see, not weird, but interesting when you see all the conversation around like bullying in schools and like, oh, these kids get bullied. It's like, man, bullies, that's that's normal. Like that's a part of life. Everybody's going to deal with a bully. That's a part of going to school. It's the fact that now the response to bullies is to like pull up with a gun, like, whoa, where did we, like, you're now matching, I hate to say a normal quote unquote type of evil, but a normal negative in the world with an extreme response. Yeah, like, like you pulling the gun out, like, you're supposed to go back and joke on them more. You know I mean? you're <laughs> exactly. Supposed to get, get your jokes up or you Nobody fight them. fighting no more. Oh, no. We're not fighting. We're not fighting. <laughs> I'm not fighting. <laughs> like, I'm not meeting you fighting. at the park. I'm not meeting you at the school. No, not without my, you know what I'm I'm not working out. I'm lifting this tool up. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> like, I ain't going to lie. No, I mean, no, I do think I do think that it should change. Like, that landscape should change where it's like, why are we, why we got to resort to gunplay? Like, I don't understand that. Um, and I ain't going to lie. If I ever got bullied, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, did I ever get bullied? I think I did, but, like, it was, like, light bullying. And it, it was somebody that I did want to want to put hands on for sure because they was talking shit. But it never was like I thought like you gotta oh. put a little bit more context before you just start saying bullying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just I'm kind of confused. You just brought up bullying out of nowhere. I'm like, what is he talking about? Like, what were we t- were we talking about bullying? No, Jermaine brought it up. She said, you know, like bullies now these days. If kids getting bullied, they bring in a strap these days. Like versus getting their jokes up versus 
But I'm like, Ignoring you went to an Alabama school, so wasn't it majorly white? Or was it? My school, yeah, it was. It was. I wasn't bullied by no white people, though. Oh, that's what I was imagining. I was like, oh, no. tell me more. That's different. No, that's that's not bullying. That's just racism. Racism. Really. Like, <laughs> at that point. But no, like, I ain't gonna go into specifics. But it was this nigga I wanted to hurt real bad. But <laughs> I, I just... he was black. <laughs> yes. What you mean? <laughs> yes, he was. I hate that it's us against us sometimes. I ain't telling him to talk shit though. He he chose to talk shit, so it's just like all right. But keyword is you said you wanted to put hands on him. Like that's the normal reaction to me. It should be like yeah, I wanna, I wanna yeah maybe retaliate, but with these fists, not with yo. Let me bring a strap and try to kill you like when you think about it that's so extreme so extreme and then also it's like but you, you know can't what tell it is about how to react though that's i i don't know <laughs> I think like you can't tell me that like <laughs> like you gonna bully me and shit on me like man now I'm the bad guy because I want to just go ahead and end the bullying right now. But ending the bullying is like yo mom send me to another school right like, yeah like yes. not take this man off the earth you know what I mean. Well, sometimes it's harder than that when you when you live in a different area codes. You can't really move around like that. Like I mean, sometimes you just choice, stuck in your yeah. position. Yeah. So sometimes kids gotta make real decisions. I, I just think there are other decisions. Like, yo, let me let me call up my big cousin. Like, we gotta come yeah. put the. Let me call my eighteen year old cousin to beat up this little eleven year old's ass. Like, mm-hmm. not let me shoot his ass. Like, that's nah. We gotta teach kids a better way. Bring back big cousins that beat people up. Where they at? Like, I don't know. Exactly. They shooting niggas now. So it was like I hate if I had like if I was short and I had a short family, <laughs> and then like it was always like the big niggas that was like making fun of me, because yeah. you know everybody in their family is just big, right? So then what we gonna do? <laughs> big and burly, like you can't do nothing with them. Like you got you, you just got call police. Yeah, but you might have to, you know. <laughs> you might have to, I mean, I, I I do understand in certain situations, sometimes you got to bring the gun. I'm sorry, sometimes. Oh, okay. Give me an example where you got to bring the strap. If niggas big, <laughs> if niggas is bigger than you, like you got to bring that shit. Like, I, see, you gotta see, use I it, hate that. Like, if that mean? could be anything, what if you like five, eight, five, nine, and the other dude's like five, ten, or something like that, but you just scrawny and that dude just like a little bit more built than you, like 30 pounds more than you? No, that's different. Like, I'm that, to him, about... he, can, he can feel like, man, you big. Nah, I'm talking about like I'm talking about like Andre the Giant, like one of them type of niggas. Like not not like two more inches than me. Like, I don't like, know. I feel like you gotta do some other shit before you you bring out the strap. Like, yo, put some shit in his car and call the police. Like, I don't know, do something else. Mm, mm. I don't know. When yeah, I think about plan. it now, that's a good plan. <laughs> you can't really learn to fight real quick. Like, if someone's bullying you and you didn't know how to fight that day. Like you can't, you can take some karate class, but it's still gonna take you some time to get up to his level. So, like, I don't know. So then, as men, if you guys had sons, like, at what age would you start teaching your kids how to fight? Like, number one, do you think you should teach your kids how to fight? And number two, at what age would you start? Because, like you said, you yeah, you can't learn overnight. 
this might sound problematic, but I feel like it depends on where I live at. Cause some some places where you live at, like they don't really niggas not fighting for real. But if I lived in one of them type of places, like it's gonna be early. It's gonna be pretty early, like five, six. We're gonna have to buy some gloves on. We're gonna do what we do. But So you're gonna beat your beat your son up and he's gonna go to school and get No 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 that's child abuse. I'm not doing that. I'm saying like he gonna he I'm gonna get him the, the puncher bag like one of them type of shits you know what I mean, and and I feel like women you know little girls might need to know how to fight too. Jermaine, did you learn how to fight when you were young? Did someone teach you or nobody ever taught me? Um, I've never actually been in a fight before. There was one time when I was mm, probably elementary school age. I don't know, maybe like third grade, fourth grade. And this girl tried to fight me. Um, and even though I didn't know how to fight, I was like, you aren't about to like scare me. So I was like, yeah, we can fight. And just because <laughs> I said we could fight, she didn't want to fight. Mm-hmm. Well, you got off scot-free on that one because that could have went. That's the age. That could have went left because she definitely looked like she knew how to fight. She was a lot stronger than me. I think she was a little bit older than me. But mm-hmm. yeah, she was talking a hell of shit. So she wanted to fight. I'm like, okay. That's crazy you remember that from elementary, though. Distinctly. Because she would just ride back and forth past the house, like, giving me angry looks and telling everybody in the neighborhood that she wanted to fight me. I can't imagine a fourth grader, like, spinning the block on you. That's just crazy. Spinning the block. When I tell you, she had me trying to be scared to leave the house, okay? I'm glad people weren't moving with straps back then. Right, because right now fourth graders got it. Like they got, they got them these days. Do you wish you would have known? I mean, I guess you, like you said, you haven't been in any fights, but do you wish you would have known? Like, would that have helped you at all? I don't know if it would have helped me. Like, I feel like if she wanted to fight, or even to this day, if somebody wanted to fight me, I feel confident I could kind of handle myself. Like, I think the instinct, the survival instinct, would kick in. Mm-hmm. But I don't think my form would be pretty. Like, all you need is one good one. It's over. Cold cocked. But um, yeah, I don't think I ever really been in a big fight like that either. I don't really know how to fight. So that's why I'm like, I'm I'm pro gun sometimes. I'm not pro gun for like going to kill. <laughs> See, that's why everybody has guns now. It's like that's the response if you don't know how to fight, like let me just get a gun. <laughs> right, exactly. But but see I'm pro gun when it's like defending yourself, not to go take other people's innocent people's lives. Like that's you know, that's, that's I feel you know, you. off the table. If anyone threaten or disrespect you, you got something to protect yourself. I'm not even I'm not even saying jump straight to the gun. Like Jermaine said, like it's other thing to do before that. But if it's somebody threatening your life, your family's life. So if you had a gun on you, you you just put it away and go fight? Uh I don't know. If someone hits you, you go, like, hold on. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna try to well, you fight. put this nah, weapon away. I ain't afraid to get, you know, if it's really that they just want to fight me, then I'll fight. You know what I'm saying? We, we'll try it out. But if you No, I don't know. Oh. I mean, your reaction, if I have a strap on me, I'm lifting my hand up. Like, stop, like immediately, it's, it's the fight's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because he's like, yo, I got it on me too. Ooh, yeah, you don't want I got mine out first. So it's time to go home. You better hope, you better hope that's not the first time you try to pull it and you're too slow and it's like... Now you're not immortal no more. Now nah, you gotta gotta go up to wherever. But yeah, I think um, 
to wrap this shit up, I don't know. Like, uh, like I said, it's a Band-Aid. And maybe there should be more gun control. I don't have all the facts on it. But I do feel like, obviously, don't take all of them away. And I know people have said, like, oh, make it, you know, more background checks. Make it harder to get guns. Make it, because some people can just walk into a Walmart and just buy that motherfucker today. You know, with an 18 and up license. So it's like, maybe that's the solution a little bit. But even, even how Jermaine was speaking to, like, you know, some people's mental health is not all the way where it needs to be as well. And like that's that's another big component or proponent of violence too. For so sure. Like, yeah. You just see like those stories of um not to drag this topic out, but what you said just made me think about those stories that you hear people going up to their jobs and shooting up the jobs. Like mm-hmm. that's why some people just don't need guns. Because for some people, if you have a shitty day at work, it's like I quit. Like, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. You got to be in a really different mental space to have a bad day at work or a bad couple months at work and to go like, yo, let me go and take these people's lives. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know if y'all seen uh, the show The Patient. Um, It's on Hulu. It has Steve Carell. And pretty much he was a therapist and he had a client who was a serial killer. And he would get into altercations with people at work. Like they just talked to him a way he didn't like any <laughs> sense of disrespect and he would kill them. You don't even know who you're fucking with. Like. Exactly. Like he'll just, he'd be so smooth where he just be like, that's not right. And like, he'll just really, it'll really get to him and got to the point where he'll see him coming out of their favorite spots and killed them and then drug him back, drug it to wherever and dropped off the body. Like you never know. That's funny to me. I'm not gonna lie because it just that mentality is funny. Like, just like, oh, I got something for you. Like, that's funny to me. Yeah, somebody just talked bad about him at a meeting. He was like, <laughs> he ain't like it. Just like, all right, <laughs> I can't take this shit over. Like, that's crazy to me. I don't know if this is funny or not. It's funny to me. But there was one dude in high school. I don't know if you guys had this type of guy at your high school too, but there was one dude in my high school who I knew for a fact was going to shoot up the school. Like I knew we went to middle school and high school together. And I knew like, man, it's one of these days he is going to blow this bitch up. Like I'm amazed that I was able to graduate high school and he didn't do any shit like that. Amazed. There was one time, a couple of times that he did like flip out. One time he tried to like stab somebody in our classroom with a pencil. He like, like choked this guy up and tried to like hang him out the window. Try to give him the blanket treatment. That's crazy. Hanging somebody out the window is <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Especially <laughs> in high school. Like I think about it like what the fuck is going on? That's <laughs> I just be wondering, I'm like, were, were they bullying him? It's like what made him that mad? Yeah, why why you I just don't imagine Yeah. He definitely got bullied. He was a weird kid and he definitely got bullied. Um, and like, obviously it's not right to bully people. That's how it started. Period. True. But it was like, he made it worse by having these freak outs. And like he. So that's why I'm almost, mad. Like, how you gonna tell people how to react? Like he getting oh bullied every day and not another kid like stepped in and was like, try to help the kid ever. But when he <laughs> blow up, now it's like. Why are you blowing up like that? Like, like this is get bullied every class, every single day. True. And when he gets mad enough to be like, all right, you going out the window. Now nah, he's the bad guy. 
<laughs> no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not. It was fucked up. But also, like, where were his parents? Like, yo, if this kid's getting bullied every fucking day, why not just let him switch schools? Or tell him he could be homeschooled? Like, damn. Because he did get bullied every day. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Every day? He was a... a, a I kid, and even he's one of those people to this day. I'm like amazed that he hasn't like I don't know whatever happened to him. I should probably look him up, but I'm amazed that like he hasn't done any crazy shit. I'm sure his life got a lot better once he moved away. I feel like that's all he needed <laughs> was to leave. Them kids was brutal. But that speaks to like you never know what people have going on at home because you brought up the parents. Like why don't they just move him away? But his parents might have not been shit either. They might have been bullying him when he went went back to the crib. True. Like them type of people you got to watch out for because they will let that shit fly. I was just going to say, I don't know if you guys have um, have seen yet, but so Carmelo Anthony and Lala's son actually just turned 16, which is crazy how fast time flies. But so for his 16th birthday, Lala took him to get a tattoo. She posted on her Instagram that he got his first tattoo. So is there an age that you think is like too young to get a tattoo? Especially if your parents co-sign for it. Like, does that make a difference? I think uh, 16 does seem really young, but I'm the type of person where I don't have any tattoos at all. I never had the urge to ever really get one and I still don't have one. So I believe they should be out of high school at least and a legal adult to go get your first tattoo. But the fact that the parent was there and they agreed to it. I don't know if I can really be upset. I mean, that's her child, that's her parenting. I don't wanna get in the middle of that uh, per se, but um, just in a general discussion of it, I yeah, I think 16 is definitely too young. And it, it's and even to a broader discussion, I just don't even see the point of tattooing something on myself. I, I, I don't see what's the purpose of it. And if you wanna member something or like why do I why do I need that etched on my body to remember something? Oh, you want but, them? Hey, that's just my personal opinion on it. But why is sixteen too young though? Or why why is, do you feel like why should there be an age limit on it? Like, is it because of the pain? Is it because it's permanent? Yeah, that's the only reason because it's permanent. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's cool if she wants to do that with her son. Like he obviously is not going to work a corporate job. He's not trying to you know figure out how to become a account executive at Microsoft or anything like that. It depends. Where is it at? I, it's probably not that visible. Like It's on you, his ankle. Ankle? That's not bad. You can still be in corporate role, corporate role with the ankle tattoo. True. You could. For a man though, that like why are you getting your like that's your first tattoo is on your ankle? As a that's even, I don't know, that's weird to me. Like if I was going to get my first tattoo, it's not going to be on my ankle. Like as a as a dude, you know the weird. the young the young boys they like the leg tats these days. Really? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Check out all the the young NBA players. They have the leg tats going. Yeah. So you like that? You, you like the you like the leg tat? <laughs> Me? Yeah. You you don't mind it? I don't mind it. I think they look cool. It's cool to see the shorts with the the legs, you know, out with the tats. But I also have zero tats, so I can't even, you know, I don't really have a preference if a man has tattoos or not. They look good, but I don't. It's not like, oh, I gotta be with somebody who's tatted. So I don't know. I don't think it should be a limit, to be honest. Like, 
I mean, maybe it might hurt, but if that's what the kid want and the parent is fine with it, just, I mean, let it fly. I think what's interesting is I have some friends who are, listen, I don't have any tattoos, but I have some friends who are very, very heavily tattooed. And so I've talked to them about like, yo, you know, do you feel like I should have, I wonder if I should have got a tattoo back in the day or if I should still get a tattoo? And they're like, no. Like, if it's a habit you don't have already, don't pick it up. And I've also heard a lot of people talk about how like, who are very tattooed, who are like, yo, I, I like my tattoos. Like, it's part of my identity, but I wouldn't do this again. Like, really? knowing the things that I know now, I would not get all these tattoos. I wonder why that is. Is it because, once again, is it because it's permanent? Because you can't change it? Like, you can't change that shit. I think, yeah, I think it's permanent. And, you know, you change as a person. Like, what's cool to you at 16 is different than at 26 and it's different at 36. And also, <clears throat> I feel like low-key... And this is why I don't have any tattoos, because I, I love tattoos. The only reason why I don't have one is I know if I got one, I would end up having a bunch. I don't think it's something that I would do one time and be like, I'm good on. I think I would actually end up to be very tattooed. And I feel like a lot of the people I know, that's the situation is you get one. And then once you get the one, it's like, okay, well, let me finish. Let me get a sleeve. Let me get a back piece. Let me get, you know, this, this, and this. Uh, and then it becomes just like a a hobby and a thing that they do because they in, enjoy the art of it but it just you know you're like i don't know why i have this shit like a lot of my friends are like i don't know why i have these tattoos like i just gotta that kind of uh makes me think of this one story i read this week this uh lady and uh she has a boyfriend who had proposed to her she had a tattoo of her ex name on her and the guy never that proposed to her, asked her to remove it, and she doesn't want to remove it because she said he died, and it's just Girl. a way to remember him. So, <laughs> so what do y'all think about that? Let the tattoo die right with that nigga. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you can't remember him without the tattoo? Girl, miss me with that shit. Yeah, that shit. But you know what? I, I, I see both perspectives. I mean, that's, that was probably, like, that's probably very traumatic, right? Like, losing a partner. That's probably right. very traumatic. I understand. But if you're not over it, just say that. Like, that's fine. If you're not over it, then go go to go to that nigga grave. <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> to be honest with you, though. Like, that's how I feel about this shit. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie. So did she get the tap before he died or after he died? Mm. Yeah, it was before he died. Like, she always had the tap and... Mm, and then he died. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she's then... She's stuck on him. She felt like... uh. When the new guy met her and all this time and the proposal, I've always had it. Why why get rid nah. of it now? Like, why is it a big deal now? Mm -mm. Nah, she's stuck in the other dude because if she had the tattoo before he died, once y'all broke up, cover it up then. Cover it up, get it removed. Like, she shouldn't even have the tattoo by the time she met the new guy. But you know what? The, the reason why she probably has the tattoo still is because he probably died while they were still together on good terms. Cause if, if if they had been broke up, like she would have probably been like, oh, look, we can I can remove it, but he probably died like when they were still in love. So I, I get that, I understand where she's coming from, but at the same time, you can't be with probably me. Probably like I love that dude forever. Obviously, like which which is fine. If his name is tatted on her, he obviously had a a very big purpose in her life. Like like she tatted on that forever. Mm -hmm. So. I, I don't know. I'd be like, 
is the new guy's name tatted somewhere? That's what I was kind of wondering. Like, can my name can my name be right next to his or something? Or like, can it be right my name over yours? Or like, I don't, I don't know. Like, not next to it. I don't know about that. But on the other cheek, solve it. <laughs> would, that, would that solve it? <laughs> would that solve it if she was like, "All right, I'm just gonna get you tatted, and it's gonna be bigger." I have his name on on one uh one breast. I'll put your name on the other one. Yeah, would that solve it though? I feel like that wasn't solving for me. Like I, I don't know. That's really a dilemma. Yeah, I'm not. I've never been in this situation, and I don't know what I would do if I was like with a man. And he had, even if she was alive, if he had the, a tattoo of his ex's name, face, nah. Mm -mm. I'm not rolling over every night to see Isabel tatted on your chest. Nah, Surely. <laughs> or tatted on his neck. Mm. On the neck is crazy. Or the, the lips. You know, everybody for a while is getting the lips on the neck. That should be crazy. With the down name is Bree. <laughs> What if, what, oh, what, but okay, how about this? What if the the dead dude and the boyfriend got the same name? That might change the dynamic, because I'd be like, low-key, that's for me. Don't even think about that nigga no more. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, she might be able to make it rock then. Yeah, that could change it. Nah, she got to take it off. If it was me, no. yeah, she got, she got to, she need to take that off. Even like, if the other nigga like, name was Rod? Nah, like... I, even then, I feel like I, I feel weird about it. Like, you really got another rod, really? Oh, you got a tight. <laughs> that's really like that's how you felt. Like, you just got another yeah. one on a replacement rod. Mm. You like saying the name or like? <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel a way about it. Uh, I know wholeheartedly, like that. That's not for me. Like, she didn't make that thinking of me. So that's why I'm like, yeah, it gotta go. And that's dead shoes. I was say dead shoes. That's big shoes to feel like. You know, how can I live up to somebody that that died? Mm -hmm. that you love? Like that's a lot to feel. Man, if I can't live up to a person who died, man, that's a, that's how I be feeling about Tupac and Biggie. Sometimes I be like, mm. man, no one can ever get better than them. Like they just always <laughs> the pinnacle. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean. I don't want, wouldn't want to be with somebody who's ex die either because they're always going to be seen in like a glorified state because you're always going to remember just the good parts. You're going to feel like, yo, someone's was actually annoying as fuck and that's why we broke up. Oh, uh, James used to do that. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I've had enough. You know like, think mean. about it this way. Like, if if you're a couple... And your ex or your your current partner is like, yo, today is my uh, my ex's birthday. If that ex is alive, you could be like, come on. You know you shouldn't be talking to me about this. But if the ex is dead, then you got to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I know it's a hard day for you. Mm -hmm. What if they still friends? Like how he did. They break <laughs> up. No, I'm just saying, like, if, if the tattoo mm -hmm. was like tatted on them and the dude wasn't like Jermaine saying not dead and yeah they just happened to break up but she she just had the tattoo there like and they're still friends yeah they're still friends and no. everything's just cool no mm -mm. that's worse <laughs> yeah I'd rather that nigga die <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you know, because it's like you could definitely get that removed because you don't even. I thought you didn't fuck with that nigga no more. You know what I mean? That's what so, my question would be. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. That's how the fuck we even get here. What would we talk about in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, la 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 la. Her okay. Wait, off of that point though, do you think that exes can be friends? Can exes be friends? Yeah, they can. Exes nah, can definitely be friends. Not mine. You say okay, wait, 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 wait. When you say not mine, you mean you can't be friends with yours, or your girls can't be, girl can't be friends with her. I think vice versa. Okay. It just no, nah, I, I just don't even think that's a a good formula. For I don't know, maybe maybe that's just insecure though. Maybe it's not like such a big deal. And see, that's that's kind of the point I was trying to make with the big shoes to fill thing. Is like you got to have confidence that like you really got a lot down because like if you really got a lot down and it's like all right i mean y'all can still be cool like that's that's fine i guess you know but i'm the type of nigga like if i see something that any type of inkling where it's like oh i still fuck with him it's like all right well you know you can go 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 with that nigga i'm very quick to do that like go that way you know what i mean (laughs) i'm very quick to do that um jermaine do you feel that way too do you feel like it's like can they can exes be friends or should it just be like cut it off? My initial response is no. Like, I think the only situation where you could be friends with an ex is if you were friends before and you never really grew to like love each other. Like, let's say you were friends, you were like, yo, let's, we tried today, we tried for a couple months, we realized we're better off as friends, so you go back to friends. But if you were only ever just romantic, and you had all the love and everything like that, I think it's hard to go back to like true friendship. Because I feel like true friendship, you want the best for that person. You know, you can talk about any and everything, but like, nah, I don't want to, I would never want bad for any, you know, ex or anything like that. But at the same time, also like, I'm not trying to like, just kick it (laughs) just because like, there are other people I could kick it with, you know, where I'm not trying to listen to, you know, an ex talk about how amazing their new relationship is. Nah. Like, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm not at that level of maturity. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, I always say like I'm a big person on energy. And I don't, I wouldn't even want that person to be close to me after we already broke it off. Like, why, why keep something that you knew went wrong? Like, around you. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I think it's cool to still be cordial. I don't think, you know, I would never want to be with most people where it's like, yo, me and my ex hate each other. We could never be in the same room. I don't never want to be that person. But when I think of friends, I think of like, yo, let me just pick up the phone and call this person and we can shoot the shit and they know what's going on in my life and we can hang out. Like, why do all that and not be in a relationship? I feel like I wouldn't even put myself in a, a situation to be in the same circle, though, like after, like... I feel like you know who you're with and like you know where they probably frequent and where they be at. It's like why yeah. I just wouldn't even put myself in the, that predicament. Like after that, I'd just be like find new places to go or something. Mm-hmm. If you don't let her stop you from going where you want to go? What if you put yeah. her on some shit? Yeah, I would. Why? And then I see her there like after. Like just at, like after I put her on with some other dude. And I'm I'm there alone. Ooh. Or like who, who you feel some type of way about that? Yeah, if I was there alone, she came with somebody, and I was just enjoying myself at my normal spots, 
like <laughs> that I showed this person, like I showed her, and then she came with another nigga. Like this is my spot. Like I showed this to you. You come with like you coming to enjoy this with another nigga, and it's, nah, I'm leaving. I feel like I'm built different because I don't think I would care to be honest. Like, how you're fun. Really? So your favorite little hole in the wall spot that you know she would never know about. You go in there and she's bringing other dudes there. I don't think I would care for real. Okay. Even if I was there alone, I don't think I would care. Yeah, you are built different. Cause yeah, nah. I, don't, I don't think I would give a fuck. I, I say that, but I'm probably I'm probably bullshit. I probably be mad as hell. <laughs> Steam coming out my ears, low key. But yeah, see, I just couldn't even have that energy there. I just it'll just throw me off the entire night just seeing that. I, I'd be like, nah, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like, another one. <laughs> like, give me another another Jack Daniels. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just sitting there getting drunk and they just. <laughs> And they just there, just laughing and shit. Like, hell yeah. no. Like, like having man. a good ass time. Laughing. When I, if I see you laughing with somebody else, like, I, I used to make a laugh, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I would want to That's say sick. that. That is some sick shit. I would want to, th- I would want to think that I wouldn't care, but yeah, I think, I think I would probably care. But, um, I guess all in all, exes probably shouldn't be friends, to be honest. It's not. I just don't think it's healthy for real. It's not. It's not. And like Jermaine said, like if you if you're still friends, like why couldn't y'all stay together? You know what I mean? Like what, what happened? You know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. So I don't know. Um, other than that, I think shit. We haven't we've already been on here for a good amount of time. I guess do we want to wrap it up and get into these highlights for the week? Yeah, let's do that. Y'all got you got anything to highlight? Let's let's start with uh let's start with Jermaine this week. What you got to highlight today? So this is a a throwback. This is very old. This is nothing new at all. But I've been rewatching Shameless. Did either one of you watch that? No, I never seen that one. Is that what, no. what, what is that about? So it's um it was originally on Showtime. I think it's now on Netflix. Or like eleven seasons. So I'm like I'm six seasons in. Um, and I actually used to watch it back in the day, and then I kind of like fell off. So I'm rewatching everything. But it's the show about this uh, this family in Chicago, white family that lives on the South Side. The dad's an alcoholic. The mom is bipolar. And it's a dramedy. So it's interesting because, like, they get in some very real-life, heavy-ass situations. But situations that are also very realistic for people who are, like, you know, straddling the poverty line or below the poverty line. People who are trying to, like, figure their shit out. But there's also a really heavy like comedic element, um, so it's definitely worth checking out if you're in the mood for like. I've heard of it for sure. Yeah, it's like, definitely worth the watch. It's popular. It's uh, got yeah. like multiple seasons, like ten seasons or something like that. Yeah, it's eleven seasons. Um, like I said, I watched the first maybe six, maybe like seven or eight years ago when it was like more current and then I fell off. So now I'm like, I'm determined to finish all 11 seasons. So I'll report back on what I think, but uh, it's definitely a show worth checking out if you haven't seen it before, if you didn't see that in its original run. Okay, super dope. What channel was that on? Do you remember? It's on Netflix. Oh, like all Netflix, it was never on TV? Oh, it was originally on Showtime. Ah, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, definitely check out Shameless, folks, if you uh, if you got some free time. Uh, Rob, what you got for a highlight this week? Uh, I heard about my show that's coming back, The Bear. Uh, this show was on Hulu. They're coming yes. out with 
Let's yes, go. they're coming back with the second season, summer of 2023. So, I'm excited. Side note, old boy from the bear is also in Shameless. The, oh, the like the main shit. dude? Yeah, the main dude. Okay, damn. You know, it's funny, oh, the, the girl, the, like the black girl that was in um in the bear, she was in, she was on the most recent episode of like Abbott Elementary. I was like, oh shit, that's the same girl. Mm. Yeah, I'm so. I'm to check that yeah. new episode out. Yeah, it was a pretty good. So, okay, The Bear. So, it's coming back 2023. You excited about that? Excited about it. Yep, in the summer. So, be on the lookout for that. So, what you got, Matt? Shit, man. Um, I'm about to highlight some shit. I think uh, when I was a kid, I don't know, I just found this cassette tape. And it was uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He had an album in, like, 1993. I ain't gonna lie. I went back and listened to this shit. I was like, this shit was- He had a song like Boom or- Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boom Shaq was on there. Yeah, yeah, Boom. I'm Outstanding was on there. Uh, I know I got skills. There was a lot of production. Like, Fife Dog was on a couple of songs from from Tribe Called Quest. Like, EMC for real. Nah, for real. He, no, nah, he was five. Like, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, Shaq was actually kind of dope. <laughs> so, he, like, when you really think about all the shit he's accomplished, like, people need to give him even more respect. So much more respect. Like, need great flowers, player. For sure. Philanthropist, uh, com- motherfucker, icy hot commercials, <laughs> like everything he does. Is, is <laughs> the fire, general so. commercials, yeah, the general, commercial property. Ain't he in like a Kia commercial, like or something like that, like a Fiat or something, like a small ass car? He's also he like a lot of stuff in New Jersey. Cop. Oh, he is an honorary yeah. cop, yeah. And he, yeah, he from New. You said what about New Jersey, right? He owns a lot of stuff in New Jersey area in the Jersey City, like oh, land does. and places, yeah. No, he yeah. Shaq, Shaq is just like a national treasure, to be honest. Um, so shout out to Shaq. If y'all get some time, check check out Shaq Diesel by Shaquille O'Neal in 1993. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty solid album. But other than that, you know, if you made it this far, we definitely appreciate you for listening. I don't know what made you listen to Shaq, but yeah, <laughs> I, I was like five or six. Like I don't know. Like, I just found the cassette. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about today. Oh, like you just, uh, I'm gonna listen to Shaq. That nostalgia kicking in. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it must have been nostalgia for sure. But um, if you made it this His far, birthday was recent though, so I get it. It was? Yeah, I think Shaq just turned 51 last week or a week or Damn two ago. Something it like did. Oh, we getting yeah. old. It's really sad. But all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. This has been The Friends Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we out. Peace.